Do you ever make a decision only to regret it later or maybe feel paralyzed because you don't really trust yourself to make a good decision? Welcome to the Next Level Influence Show. I'm Samantha Riley, host of Influence by Design podcast. And I'm Melanie Benson, host of the Amplify Your Success podcast. And this is our weekly show for experts and business leaders who are influencing people's decisions to make a greater impact and shatter their revenue goals in the process. What got you here won't get you there. It's time to uncover the micro shifts required to take your income, influence, and impact to the next level. I'm Melanie Benson. And I'm Samantha Riley. And this is our weekly show for experts and business leaders who are influencing people's decisions to make a greater impact and shatter their revenue goals in the process. Welcome to the Next Level Influence Show. Now let's get started. So Sam, I am so glad we're talking about decision-making today because as business owners, as thought leaders, as people who are influencing other people all of the time, making decisions is such a key component. And along my journey, I have realized not everyone makes decisions the same way. As a matter of fact, we have to really understand our decision-making to get more into our personal power as business leaders. Absolutely. This is something that I really only just started to understand probably about five or six years ago when I met my husband, because I'm a very snappy decision maker and he takes a lot longer. And when I met him, it actually frustrated me. Why does Mm. he take so long to make his decisions? But now, you know, I started off by really accepting it. Now I've got more into human design. I understand. And now it's just so much more Oh, it's so much easier for me to understand the way that we both work. So, you know, going on that, there's two problems that I see with entrepreneurs and business owners, because like you said, we're making decisions all day, every day. And when we get held up from making decisions, it can affect our business. So this is something that you really need to understand about yourself so that you can use this to your benefit to be able to move forward quickly. Well, so you're mentioning the problems and I just want to step in on this one because this is one that I struggled with for a long time. And I recognize many of my clients were struggling with, and I, I started to get a lot of clients coming to me who, especially in the decision to make the investment for coaching or mm-hmm. to join my mastermind, they were feeling fear about like making the right decision. And I realized a lot of times in business, We are taught to make decisions the way our mentor does, or we see how someone else makes a decision and we try to emulate their way of doing it. Mm -hmm. And what I think happens sometimes is we kind of bypass our most authentic and aligned way of making decisions, trying to move our business along. And that's where mistakes come from. Mm. And a lot of people end up having that fear of, if I make the wrong decision, I'm going to lose money, I'm going to lose time or you know, something bad's going to happen and it paralyzes them. And so I think a lot of people are very stuck in their decision-making and not making any decisions, which as we know, is a decision in itself. Absolutely. That exact problem came up on a coaching call that I was running yesterday, where we were specifically talking about something on a, that had to be made on a timeframe. And he said to me, I'm so scared that I'm going to make the wrong decision. And the first question I asked him is, how will you know it's the wrong decision? Mm. And, it, and to flip that, 
how will you know if it's the right decision? And straight away it's like, oh, I don't actually know. Like I'm just procrastinating and holding myself back. Mm. And that's, that's going into the second problem that I see and that's people getting really caught in their head. And I think that this also comes back to the way that we're taught in school. We have to think everything through. We're actually taught that everything is logical. And there's people probably watching this right now going, well, yeah, because we make decisions with our head. That's how it happens. But here's the thing. Our head's there to work through the decisions, but the actual decision-making process should happen in our body. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, at first it could be a bit of a challenge to understand what that is, but, you know, we're thinking through our thoughts and then we're really tapping into the wisdom of our body to give us the answer. And that's, that's definitely what we're talking about today and really owning what that is for us because we're all very, very different. I am like getting really excited about this conversation because when you're talking about getting stuck in your head, this is such a paralyzing moment. And this was a huge breakthrough for me. This right here is exactly what shifted for me and everything changed in my business is getting out of my head. So I have been very logic driven. I've done a lot of personal growth work over the last 35 years. Uh And I kept having my mentors or my teachers saying, Melanie, you're so in your head, you're so in your head. And it's like, okay, I don't know how to get out of my head. This actually helped me move out of my head and into my body. It was learning that, and this is my way. I know we're going to share more about how we do it for ourselves, but for me, there are two parts to making a decision. One step is is a piece of it is not the end of it is to recognize, is this aligned with my goals? So that's where the logic comes in. Mm -hmm. For a lot of us, we stop there, right? Mm -hmm. And the second part was tuning into energy, really understanding energy. And so there's two pieces of this. One is understanding our human design, which we're going to talk about And the other is something I will share a little technique that has been very powerful. I teach it to all my Amplify Mastermind clients because this is how I think we start to learn to listen to intuition and trust that wisdom in our body if we don't have access to the the tool you're about ready to mention. So let's talk about human design and how uh, I think in human design, they call it your authority. Absolutely. What, What is this about and how can we tap into this? So your authority is your decision-making process. And there's actually seven different types of authority and we're all wired differently. And I would suggest that whenever you're exploring your human design, always think about it as an experiment. I know I, I mentioned that on another show, but I always want to keep this top of mind that even when you hear things logically, use your body as an experiment, start to try different ways of doing things on, on for size. So like I said, there's seven different types of authority. I'm a sacral authority. So this only generators and manifesting generators have a sacral authority. And when our strategy is to respond, so what we're doing is we want to respond to things that are happening to us externally. And our authority is like a guttural noise. So when we have something come in and we respond and we feel that, uh uh-huh, uh huh. This is feeling good, and it's that noise. It's that uh huh. That's a yeah. Yes, we're going to follow whatever that is. But if we're responding and we get a, a like a really dead feeling, like a oh ah, we need to honor that. 
So if you are a sacral authority, I suggest even practicing that uh uh uh-huh kind of sound and you'll start to learn what that feeling feels like. I had a friend that when he found out that he was a generator, we went out for dinner that night and he actually, as a little experiment for himself, he went through the menu and he read out out loud, like I was reading out, okay, do you feel like the fish today? And he would say, oh, uh. And it was quite funny as he started to go through and he's like, I get it, I get it. And he knew exactly what he wanted for dinner. So it, so it was a really good experiment. So that's the sacred. Oh, before know, you move yeah. on, yeah. can I reflect back to you, me watching you use that process? Yes. And first of all, I just have to acknowledge, congratulations on the I don't want to say up-leveling, but the reclaiming alignment <laughs> on your podcast. This oh, is your, you. our first episode of you announcing host of Influence by Design. And I watched you use your sacral decision-making in renaming your podcast My and bringing God. it more into alignment. Like we were talking about it and you got that full guttural, like, uh-huh, that feels super aligned. And you went with it rather than like, you know, you didn't need to process it a long time. No, that's really interesting because it was, you know, you were the one that definitely masterminded and helped me name it. So a massive shout out to you for helping me really nail what that is. You're an, that's absolutely your genius zone, Melanie. And for anyone watching yeah. this that wants to, to, you know, that has these same decisions, definitely reach out to Melanie. She's really great at this. But I remember you saying, oh, you know, maybe sleep on it. And I went, no, I know it. It was instant. I just knew, uh huh, that's it. And I didn't need to think about it because my body had responded it and I trusted it because I've learned and I've built up the, I've built up the muscle of understanding the feelings in my body so that now I can fully trust them. So this is a good segue into the next one, which is mine Mm -hmm. that you're going to talk about because I have to sleep on it. (laughs) Absolutely. So tell us about emotional. (laughs) Um, Okay. So your emotional authority comes from the solar plexus. Now, the solar plexus gives you like an emotional wave. So we get the highs. You know, if you think about something that comes in front of you, some sort of big decision, you normally get sort of some sort of high, like, oh, wow, this is really exciting. And then there's this low, like, oh, I don't, I don't know, this is for me. And it's this wave of highs and lows. As an emotional authority, you can't make that decision on the high or the low. You need to wait until that evens out. And that's that time is different for everyone. So again, bring in that experimentation process. So I'd love you to share, Melanie, as an emotional authority, how has this played out in your life? Ah, okay. So this was one of my big, you know, we all have these pivotal moments where it's a definer for you. And this was a definer for me is recognizing that I had to trust my emotions because what would happen for me is if I was feeling pushed to make a decision and I didn't have clarity, I would get super fearful. Like I would have all of this angst come up, all of this doubt. I would be very, I'd like go right up into my head and start logically mm-hmm. trying to work through it. And as I started to recognize how emotional authority works, I realized like all I need to do is take the space and talk something through until there's this click. And the click is usually, I feel relaxed in it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be perfect. And this is really the key for me. And this, this ties into some other stuff like Enneagram. Enneagram, I am wired to get things right. Like, like getting it right is uh, hardwired into my logic brain. Uh-huh. And so I have to trust that it doesn't have to be right, but it has to feel 
exciting, inspiring, and clear to me to want to move forward on it. Mm -hmm. I love that because it's very important to note that you won't always know whether it's right or wrong. Again, bring in the experiment. As soon as you feel comfortable with it or more, how did you say, relaxed? I think you used the word relaxed. Yeah, like the energy. So I'll talk about constricted versus expansive in a minute, but it's an expansive feeling. So even if it's not perfect and I don't know all the pieces, it feels more expansive to me. Hmm. And that was, so a little bit of backstory. I have had a hard time trusting my intuition over the years. And I tended to override any feelings of fear with, we don't let fear make decisions. Yeah. Instead of really unpacking, what was the fear trying to teach me or reveal to me. Mm. And that became that a moment where I realized, okay, so the emotional authority, fear is not bad. Fear is information. So I had to start unpacking what is the fear about and not push myself to make a decision. And I made some very, very, let's just say devastating decisions out of fear over the years Mm. where I was not letting myself feel the fear and recognize what it had in for me what information was there for me. And it almost cost me a business. It cost me a marriage. It was very painful to recognize me not trusting the emotional piece was me overriding my most authentic decision-making power. Mm. Love that. Love that. Thank you so much for sharing, because I think that helps people to understand you know, what we all go through and people may be watching and saying, I resonate with that. Mm-hmm. So look more into human design and try that on for size. But I really want to talk about energy alignment and expansion and contraction with, I know I want you to talk about it, not me to talk about it. Okay. This is something you've mentioned a few times. And I yeah. think this sounds super, super cool. I'd love you to share. Of course. So I'm hitting the high notes on this since we don't have a full hour to unpack this, but I'm happy to, if we think it'd be of help, we can link this up in the show notes. I did a full episode on this. Energy alignment is the idea that when you are fully embodying whatever your human design type is, and and no, we've only hit two of them, there's Uh seven, and really understanding that there will be moments in a decision where it either feels expansive to you or it feels contracted to you contracted means that there is something about the opportunity, the idea, the decision that is not feeling a hundred percent aligned with what feels important to you. And so I mentioned like catastrophic decisions that kind of almost blew me up. What I realized in retrospect, as I dug deep into how did I get myself into some of those, what felt like messes at the time mm-hmm. was that I, I did not trust my contracted energy. And so, you know, I'm one of those people that I, when I learn something about myself and then I can bring it into my clients, this is where a lot of times new processes are unveiled to me. And I was coaching a client. She was out of Canada and she, she was a professional organizer and there was a strategy that we were working on and she was not taking action on it. She was not moving it forward. And so I got an emergency kind of like the 611 call, we call it like, you know, I need to, I need to process something because I'm in, I'm, I'm in my head and I'm freaked out today and I can't move on it. And I asked her like, why are you having a hard time moving forward on this? And I did this energy expansion versus contraction exercise around the goal, around the strategy. And all of a sudden she said, this feels so heavy to me. It mm. feels really not expansive at all. 
But here's the thing. Most people stop there and they label that as fear or confusion. And they say, it must not be right. And that's actually not what contraction is. Contraction is the way we are thinking about this doesn't feel good because mm. our subconscious mind is always trying to protect us. And so one of the ways it protects us is if something feels out of alignment with its comfort or its pattern in life, and there's a change that we are going to have to make, that it can sometimes feel very contracting. And mm -hmm. so there's a second level to this whole process, which is to dig inside the contraction and explore it and get curious and as you say, kind of test drive it and see what is the contraction really about? Is there a belief that I'm having to face right now that limits me? Is there a fear? And I don't know how to have certainty and certainty is important to me. Or is it, I don't know how to do it right. Like what is the contraction about? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it is not aligned, but mm -hmm. often there's a paradigm shift that has to occur so that we feel capable and we feel like the parts of us that protect us can can like kind of uh, take a back seat, if you will, and the confident part of you can drive forward towards that goal again. Mm -hmm. So expansion, I feel alive. I feel excited. There's something about it expires me. Contraction is, okay, everything about this feels heavy. I feel tight. This makes me want to like vomit, you know, like mm -hmm. there's just, it feels so awful to me, right? And those are just physical expressions that are trying to get your attention. That is not the end answer. So that was very powerful for me to learn this many years ago and to learn how to use it in business and with my clients, because when we really trust energy, it gives us more aligned information than logic can alone. Yeah. And what I love about this is really understanding at a deeper level that it might feel contracting right now, but it may not be because it's not aligned. It might be because of old belief systems that are holding us back. Mm -hmm. So clever. And I really want to touch and double down on what you just said then. There was two words that you constantly kept saying, think and feel. And when you were thinking, every part of that story was like, it just wasn't working. And as soon as he tapped into the feeling, that's when things started to flow, which goes against everything we learned at school about decision-making that, you yeah. know, we have to think our way through, but really the big shift is understanding that the decisions come from feeling once we have thought through the data. I love this mm -hmm. so much, Melanie. It's such a great topic. I love it too. Yeah. Well, and I think if we're going to rise in business and if we want to expand the success of our business and we want to hit that next level, really embracing our decision-making that's unique to us is a superpower mm -hmm. and it gives us confidence and it gives us power and it makes us feel like we're, we're unstoppable and we can achieve these bigger, bolder goals that come with these next level visions and, uh, you know, like striving for having a greater impact in the world. Absolutely. If you've been loving today's conversation and you've been loving the tips that Melanie and I have shared we really want to stay connected with you. Make sure you follow both myself, Samantha Riley and Melanie Benson on the platform that you're watching this on right now. We do these next level influence shows every single week and we don't want you to miss out. And we'd love you to tag a friend who you think might benefit from our topic today or share it on your social media of choice and let us know what you learned today. What was your biggest takeaway or something that really gave you a ha moment or dropped in for you? Yeah, I love it. All right, Sam, let's 
keep moving forward towards our next level of influence. We'll see you all next week. Ciao. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level Influence. Before you go, would you subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player? We'd love to know what your greatest takeaway was from today's episode. Take a screenshot of the show and share with us on social. And be sure to tag us too so we can connect. Tune in next week for another Next Level Influence episode. Yeah.